Snakes, welcome back to another episode of Tunnel Cast. <laughs> All right, this is an image of a tunnel. Dane, do you see it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. It it's coming of, up. Why on do the I wide. need? Why do I need to see it? It kind of does look like a Minecraft colonoscopy. Tunnel. What the hell? No, it looks like a Minecraft tunnel because it's fucking square. Look like a large colon. <laughs> look like like Steve's colon. Steve. Minecraft Steve. Oh. That's like Hero Brian's colon, everybody. Uh, okay, so the reason I have a tunnel on the uh, portrait mode right here is that uh, we need a visual uh, for today's episode. Today's episode is all about tunnels, everything tunnel related. I haven't made my 2024 predictions yet, but we talked about it in a previous podcast, so you guys are aware that. Um, uh, you, th there are predictions. And I think one of my predictions is going to be that tunnels aren't going anywhere. Uh, they're going to be loud in your face, and we're going to find a lot of tunnel projects. They're going to be in the news. This is like not – you're not even doing predictions anymore. You're just like trend forecasting. I'm trend you're, forecasting you're like tunnels. You're like on the ground like picking up all the trends. Mm -hmm. and you're, So this is your trend forecast is yes. that tunnels are – not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tunnels are not going anywhere. Okay, so this is probably very confusing to people, but uh, the reason that today's episode is a little bit about tunnels is because, number one, there is a woman on TikTok who is building a tunnel or a cave system mm -hmm. underneath her house. Uh, but it's to mine for things, right? She's not just making a cave system. Uh, no, she's just making a cave system. Why? She might come up with excuses, but... It all just seems like she just wants a project, to be honest. Okay, so the motivation is I'm just a silly little goose. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I thought it was to mine. Yeah, and more evidence of that is that she, uh, I think during an interview or something, she basically said like, yeah, I built a four-story expansion on my house not too long ago. Right. I do remember somebody, okay. Or so something like that. This woman that Ian's talking about is someone who DIY like improves their home but does like extreme DIYs to the point where like contractors will like be in her videos and be like you did the electrical wrong you should go back and do it and she's actually like gone back and like mm -hmm. fixed electrical but she's done things like expanded her house based on self-learning like she's yeah. not she's not a so, contractor yeah she's a smart person sure yeah. But in my opinion, I'm going to throw this out there. This might be controversial. Mm. Ocean Gate smart. What does that mean? <laughs> She's got Ocean Gate brain. What does that mean? What's Ocean Gate? Submarine. Oh. Oh. Okay. Ocean Gate smart. I think it's Ocean Gate brain yeah. where it's like, okay. you can do it. Sure. A lot of people choose to do it not because they don't think they can. Mm. Well, maybe a little bit. Sure. They know it's possible for a human to do it. Right. But they choose not to for like a million different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have the permits. You know that there's a ton of shit that you don't know. You could be electrocuted. You could be electrocuted. Your neighbors might not like it. You could be buried alive. Society be, might not like it. You could be drowned. There's, yeah, there's a lot of basic things, you know, that you can overlook. <laughs> I mean, can I just like say... Uh -huh. It is – there are people who, like, professionally mine 
and yeah. die uh-huh. while doing it professionally. Yes. And this woman was like, that's for me. Mm-hmm. Unprofessionally, mining is for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of ways to convince yourself. I, I, in another, in another life, I would definitely do it. <laughs> Believe that. Um, and I think one of the ways that I would convince myself that it's totally valid for me to do mm-hmm. is I would be like, well, I'm taking my time. This is like almost like a, a prison break esque, like slow paced uh, project. Or it's like I'm slowly getting away a little bit of rubble at a time. I, right. I'm not coming in with a big old fucking scooper and grabbing shit. Here's the thing, though. Like, I've learned that there are things I know basic physics because you move around the world and, like, mm-hmm. you obviously interact with basic physics all the time, like gravity mm-hmm. and shit. Like, you understand how gravity works. I don't understand how physics interacts in different biomes, right? So, like, for example, right. I could, I could, if I was, like, not a very anxious person, be like, yeah, I could swim in the ocean. Right. I, have, I didn't know what a riptide was right. until you explained it to uh-huh. me. I would have, I definitely would have drowned and died. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's some riptide level thing. thing with digging with tunnels. With digging tunnels yeah. that, like, I... Just don't tr- trust. Even right. if you are just like chipping at it, what the? F- well, I, this is a great example because I was talking to someone recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to name who they are, but they love tunneling. They they were mentioning how um, they're like working on a house, and they were saying how like yeah, it's weird in uh, in California. You have these things called like fire breaks in the walls. Mm-hmm. And these are basically, you know how, like, uh, when you're building a house, you have, like, these two-by-fours that go, like, up and down the walls, and they're separated by, like, a couple feet or something. Well, in California, and I think all around the U.S., Mm -hmm. you put these breaks in the middle of another piece of two-by-four so that in the event of a fire or something, that... Uh, gust of wind and the oxygen can't go from one story See, to the next. This and is what I'm talking all about. All of the whole thing. Like physics, like, is yeah, scary. crazy. Yeah. But this person that I was talking to, when I asked them, like, oh, what's a fire break for? They were like, I don't know. It's just a thing you do. <laughs> and it's like, that's a common thought. Yeah. Especially, like, like yeah. you could take, the, like, probably the average a blue collar worker mm-hmm. and they're doing this shit because they have to. Yeah. But it's like they don't know why they're doing yeah, it. Yeah. I think a lot of them. Yeah. Um I shouldn't say a lot of them. I think some of them. Some of them. <laughs> well, probably the the blue collar workers that are not trained right from the ground didn't, up. Didn't like just get go an apprenticeship in. with a passionate person yeah. teaching you cuz I feel like well, and a lot of people aren't interested in how things work. They just want to That's do not, it. I think if you have the right apprentice or teacher, uh-huh. you will be interested in it. Right. Uh, my brain uh-huh. does not give a fuck about <laughs> any of this shit. When I get on a plane or a boat, I do not give a shit how it works. I just know that it works. But you, mm-hmm. you're so excited about that shit that I get excited learning uh-huh. about that shit. Yeah. So, like, I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there that just had grumpy apprentice, like, or, uh, what is the What's word? The person over an apprentice? Yeah, the grumpy overlords. The, the grumpy o- overlord <laughs> who, like, is just like, yeah, I don't know, this is why we do it. Hey, Dane. Hmm? Can you look up what uh, someone is called who... Uh, 
like a, who's above an apprentice. Yeah. Who is the oh the teacher? Um, says Big Hog. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. So big the Big Hog, hog uh, the Master Hog, <laughs> <laughs> the Big Hog, the Big Hog. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the right Big Hog in charge, you will be excited about yeah. it. It's kind of like I mean to bring it back to what was that? I think it was actually on the. Uh, the unaired, not the unaired podcast. The Patreon podcast. The Patreon exclusive podcast. We talked about teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a similar sort of like thought where it's like, oh yeah, the most passionate teachers are the ones who you remember and who legitimately do a good job and leave yeah. like a lasting impression on you. Okay, uh, so I I actually did look it up and um, I have uh, some answers for you. Okay, uh, you were right. Uh, it's typically called master is the formal oh. correct term. That's creepy. But um. <laughs> Most apprentices, uh, most apprentices these days would refer to them as boss. Boss. Um, although it does also say that a journeyman is a worker, skilled, mm-hmm. given uh, a building trade or craft, mm-hmm. who has successfully completed an official apprenticeship. So journeyman or boss or master. Master. <laughs> In Canada, there's something called a, a red seal. I don't know if that's America too, but... You get a red seal when you uh, finish, like, your apprenticeship and all of the, right. like, what you need to do for that certain uh Well, we do have trade. a an absolute fuck ton of blue-collar homies in the chat. True. Uh, so I'm sure you guys will unbuds the piss out of me on this one. Yeah. Um, do Americans have a red seal? Is that, I? that's what I want to know. Yeah, well, they'll tell you. Uh, so there was Tunnel Girl. Mm-hmm. She's doing her thing. She got shut down because uh, the project was just getting, I think, a little bit too much like publicity on mm-hmm. TikTok, and people, I think neighbors, not neighbors, but like people were concerned for her neighbors. Yeah. And <laughs> this woman did like some investigative journalism. And she found out that a lot of her neighbors, I don't know how legit this is, this is all like alleged from the investigative journalist, Mm -hmm. that a lot of her neighbors are like kind of ESL, undocumented Mm kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So Uh, they do not want to like contact the the cops. Yeah, yeah. the cops. Afraid of getting deported and stuff. So uh, obviously, I, I don't know, I'm just sort of taking it with a grain of salt. I don't know you know, how real any of it is, but she did get uh, a stop work order or something like that. So she can't keep working on it until someone comes in there and checks it all out. Mm -hmm. But she basically said, I think on one of her TikTok videos, like, yeah, like, shouldn't be a big deal, should be able to get the right permits and so on and so forth. And I was like, if it's not a big deal. Why didn't you do it in the first place? Yeah, why wouldn't you do it in the first place? And I think it is a big deal. And I think it's not going to be that easy to resume work. Man, those types of people trick me. Yeah. They trick me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, there's a certain type of personality that they really believe in speaking things into existence Mm -hmm. to the point where, like, they're just talking, like, confidently all the time in hopes that it's just, like, truth. Right. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we've run into that in L.A. a lot. So I think with this... I, I agree. I think with this specific example, why she feels that way and mm-hmm. why she would try to like speak this into existence mm-hmm. is because it is a fucked gray area. Yeah. Um, it's very like not visible. 
like they cannot check on whether or not like you're doing this uh, dig in your house. Like it's so hard, right? They oh. need like a warrant or something, yeah, or some reason to get in there because they think you're, you're like maybe affecting someone else's property. Mm-hmm. And so long as there's no like, you know, glaring things, I don't think the the cops or anyone has much jurisdiction to be able to just go in there at any point and stop it. Um, right now, since she's cooperating, obviously there is sort of that. Uh, period where they can suss out what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's a little bit, it's just kind of an odd gray area. Can she get fined? Uh, if they find out, I mean, at, like may, maybe after this thing happens. Yeah. But it's just such an odd thing, right? That's like not in the books, probably. It's not like, yeah, if there's underground construction going on at your house, like personal residence, like every underground thing is probably heavy, re- heavily related to like business permit like what a business is doing yeah and if you're not doing that and if it's a private thing i think it's just what if a giant sinkhole a lot of people were saying that that a sinkhole might actually and then actually happen and and then that would should we get fined (laughs) yeah i don't know what would happen right it's weird right it's a really yeah super gray another person on tiktok geologists i think were saying that there are na- naturally occurring asbestos veins in the oh, earth. Oh my god. That's yeah. what I see unknown. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. What I don't know if that's a real thing. Maybe someone in the comment can comments can correct me, but that's I did read fuck. it in an article describing the situation uh, in the like they're naturally occurring in the area that she's at. So <laughs> it could happen. Up. It's like playing Minecraft on fucking. Right. There's no asbestos veins in Minecraft. Yeah, but there's like lava. Yeah, it's like true. the lava equivalent, mm-hmm. I guess, though. But you die a lot slower. Yeah. Asbestos. And not guaranteed, obviously. Well, right. Yeah. If she digs too far down, then she'll hit lava. That's. Oh. <laughs> she'll fall into the lava. She doesn't know the first rule of, right, of Minecraft: don't dig straight down. Yeah, right. and then there'll be skeletons. Mm-hmm. There could there's going to be skeletons. There's going to be creepers. Could be a big spider, like True. the size <laughs> of a dog. She'll uh, hear those before she gets to them. The other reason I'm bringing up tunnels is because recently, a synagogue had a tunnel underneath it it was discovered Mm. i don't know how it was discovered i think there were structural things happening in the surrounding buildings i think this is in new york i think so they poured concrete in it the tunnel recently that's what the big like that's why it was they found it a while ago i think and and it's being brought up because the um when they were filling it with concrete there was obviously Mm -hmm. unhappy people so they like filmed the unhappy people and people are like, what the fuck is happening? It's so strange. When I was reading the articles about it, I could not figure out what the hell they were talking about and what was going on. Mm-hmm. They There's like this image that kind of like aerial view shows like this like, you know, this area in the city. And it has like top view of the buildings and it labels all of them. But it's still so confusing, yeah. like what the purpose, what the point of all of this shit it was. Mm. Uh, the article said that uh, there was like a, correct me mm-hmm. with my verbiage, some sort of messiah-like character yeah, yeah. that half of the uh, Jewish people from the synagogue were like, anticipating returning Mm -hmm. and the other half not and the other half not 
or something like that. Yeah. And the tunnel has to do with it. Well, because they in the, some way <laughs> half the group got pushed down underneath the synagogue. Like they got told, like you this really, is where, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was half the group that was like, "We don't believe this," and the other half does. And I can't remember which half is up top, and the mm-hmm. other half is like. And there was supposed to be an expansion of the synagogue that they were waiting on. I feel like this would be like a really good like um, comedy television series. Well, yeah, it's it's well, I think like religions having sects forming uh-huh. in general would be a good comedy, right? Like show, right? Because you could it <laughs> things is really just weirdly branching off. Well, because like a lot of religion, when these things happen, it does branch off, and it does feel like it's usually for like what me and you would view as like very mundane things. Like mm-hmm. I, I, man, it's been so long since I've learned about this, but Catholicism and Lutheran Lutheranism that like division. I'm pretty sure it was like over whether or not to give the church money. Oh. That like argument, like I'm pretty sure those are the two people. Somebody's going to correct me if I'm wrong, but there were two uh, sects of Christianity that formed mm-hmm. literally from the argument of whether or not the church should get um, uh, payment from like. Uh, That's so weird. I always saw like around my neighborhood, like. Mm-hmm. Lutheran and whatever different churches, and yeah. I'm like, what is the difference? Yeah, it's never been explained to me. It's I've never cared to look it up. Always things like that. It's same with like Shia and Sunni Muslims. It was like a disagreement after the Prophet Muhammad had passed, like who would be the prede- predecessor. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it, it would be a good comedy show because it is always like so interesting where these like divides right. form. It's very silly. But- I'm imagining like Dwight Schrute. Yeah. You know, going off and forming his own religion yeah. or his own sect of like what is right in the office. Yes. Yeah. It's so it's really interesting where I guess I there is half of the synagogue that is uh, that they were told like, OK, you go. And they were waiting for an expansion of the synagogue, mm-hmm. but it was taking really long. And so they were like, well, we want to expand anyway. So they started connecting tunnels, I think, to like certain so things strange. that were already there. I'm pretty sure that's yeah what it was. Well, there was a guy on Twitter who was saying like there. I hear Jewish people under my house. Apparently, that was a tr- a troll. That was a troll. Apparently, okay. he's a grifter. Oh. Somebody was like, "Oh, I looked into their uh, <laughs> right their history." That's like the annoying thing about stuff like this yeah. is like y- it is so rife for. It's the same thing with the Palestine Israel stuff. It's right. so rife for like pieces of shit that are right. grifters on Twitter mm. to like get impressions Mm -hmm. and then they just like uh who's the one hinkle Mm -hmm. his name is i think on twitter he was he was like extremely pro-palestine uh when all the israeli palestinian stuff was happening and like leftists were following him but if you like looked at his page and you went down like just a couple scrolls before he started getting really popular for for being very uh, pro-Palestine, he was extremely, like, anti-trans. Extremely, like, he, he's like an alt-right grifter that just, like, figured right. out that he could grift this way. Uh-huh. And so it, it's it's really shitty. There's a bunch of people that are using anything to do. Right. It feels like anything to do with Jewish people at this point. Uh-huh. They're using it as, like, a, a Twitter grift. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, man, I, I've... 
I haven't been on Twitter much recently, but it does feel like the monetization of everything is mm-hmm. like m- making people do the wildest, weirdest shit on that platform. Yeah. They just do whatever the hell they want. It doesn't really matter. It's just like, what's the current meta to get impressions on the tweet? Like, that's all that matters. It's always like hate farming, too. Yeah. It's like the worst. Mm -hmm. I I saw there was like a bunch of, that's the other shit that I've seen a lot of lately is like Twitter account. This is why I literally can't be on Twitter anymore because there's like a bunch of UK Twitter accounts. Who knows if they're actually UK people, but Mm -hmm. it's like very anti-Muslim immigration Twitter accounts that are like, Mm. they're taking over our cities. Look at how beautiful Britain used to be. And look at what a hellhole it is now. And they have like pictures of like just some Muslims praying and then like pictures of like Britain in 1950. (laughs) And it's got like 100K likes or some shit like that. Um, It's become really like, and then if you like click on the tweet and you're like, what the fuck are people saying Mm -hmm. as a reply to this? None of it is an actual reply to the tweet it's It's just just more shit it's more shit like yeah it's just more shit Mm -hmm. of people trying to get engagement so they can like get paid we live in like such a dystopian hell when you it feels like it when you're on twitter Mm -hmm. that's the thing is like twitter i've been noticing that it's been like uh, some crazy tweet like you said yeah and then when you click on it it's like the first reply beneath it isn't a reply it's like an ad Mm mm-hmm and then it's like replies that are just self-promoting yeah. from random other people. It's, it's either not like, self-promoting really, but just it's a joke. Trying that they're to get more hoping stuff. like an unrelated joke, like mm-hmm. a video and a caption that's totally unrelated. It's a woman promoting her OnlyFans, or um, uh, it's somebody just saying the most out-of-pocket thing that they can possibly think of, hoping that people reply. That's not even related to the right. post. So. I mean, Twitter will make you feel like the world's going to shit, but I promise you it's just Twitter going to shit. Yeah. Not the world. <laughs> well, we used to be able to, like, use social media as, like, a um, like a proxy for mm-hmm. interacting, or, or interacting with people. We used to be able to, like, basically live, have, like, a second life online. Yeah. Right? Now you can't really do that. No. It's, like, no. impossible. Yeah. It's just, like, it's over. It's over. It's Jover. It's, it's, I remember when every, (laughs) I fucking love that one. Um, I remember when everybody was like, oh shit, Elon took over, uh, Twitter's going to shut down, but it's doing exactly what every social media platform that has died Mm -hmm. has done, which is just slowly over time become unbearable to be on. There's a word for that now. Really? They call it, it's actually like probably going to be put in the dictionary at some point. It's called enshittification. I fucking love that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's genuinely what they refer to. Wow. That's how, what they call it when a, a website or like a service basically just starts doing anti-consumer shit to make up for all of the money they lost when they were um, like a startup. You know what else oh. who what other app is doing that now? Mm. TikTok. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Hang a lot on. of people have actually been on TikTok talking about enshittification. It sucks because like I don't want Halara pants. Stop. <laughs> like the amount of times I've seen a woman be like, oh my God, I am so glad that I bought these Halara pants. And they like back up and go, eee. See, I've gotten, I've gotten pretty darn good at like automatically filtering that. Mm. Like the minute I see, like orange. the moment I see orange at the bottom of my screen, don't even give it 
one millionth of a second. Just Man. immediately go to the next. I'm thing. not quick enough on that. Yeah, and I'm also kind of like curious because I'm like, for me, I'm like just thinking content wise, like, all right, is there a video here? Uh, I see like if I saying. see enough of this, mm-hmm. uh, obviously the first few of the ads, Halara pants, whatever that is, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten that, but I've been getting like a, some sort of teeth pulling oil, uh, where it's something that? that you, like an oil you swish around, like a coconut oil you swish around in your mouth. For like, and it allows you to pull your teeth out easier. I don't know what the pulling part comes from. I think the uh, it's a little bit more, I don't know, symbolic. Like it's pulling plaque out of your teeth. Oh, or something See, like that. I thought it was like to help to you help remove you, your teeth. No, no, no. <laughs> it's very See, these, strange. These ads are targeted, so that's all you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got a stank mouth. Your phone knows. Apparently. Your phone knows that you need to pull your teeth out. <laughs> Your phone's trying to tell you to pull your teeth out of your head, I think. I would be curious, though, anyone else in the chat, like, what's the current fucking Ad that TikTok you're bullshit that's just nonstop getting sent your way? Because for me, it's like, it's been nothing but those teeth ads, mm-hmm. and it feels like that's like a completely different algorithm to you, right? Yeah, you're I get pants. Halara pants, and then for a while, I was getting uh, chamoy oh. pickle. <laughs> chamoy pickle kit pickle kit yeah oh, interesting it's a chamoy pickle kit and it was always like a mom and her child and she's like i'm so excited to try this pickle kit interesting uh it was freeze-dried skittles for a bit okay um I mean, those are a little bit more innocent feeling and then uh just makeup stuff that i would never ever in a million years oh there the new one that i'm now getting is like a shirt a tight shirt <laughs> I love the video. I love my tight shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my we got to make some fake uh, TikTok ads <laughs> that are that, like, <laughs> that are just yeah. generic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> tight, tight shirt in the TikTok shop now, guys. Tight go, shirt. Go to my TikTok shop. White sock. <laughs> white sock. Singular white sock, guy. <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, people complain about the NPC shit. I didn't get that at all. When there's things like this going on. Right, right. Like TikTok shop being... And I get... I'm not mad at people for doing it. Like, I'm not mad at... Like, you got to make your money. Well, yeah. Just like on Twitter, people are going to exploit it as much as they can. But, like, I'm mad at the people who made it that way. (laughs) Like, That's the right reaction. I'm I'm sick and tired of people, like, blaming, like, the people... Yeah, blaming people who are taking advantage of an exploitable system, like... What are we supposed are you, to do? Are we supposed to just shame people into not exploiting the system? Like, that's not going to work. Yeah, right? it doesn't even you make to, sense. You have to tell the people who are in charge of it to change the way that it's exploited. Mm-hmm. That's how you change it. Well, how does that relate maybe to, like, because I'm trying to think, like, in, in video games, there's a lot of exploits. Yeah, and... like, I never get mad at people in games using exploits in yep. games. I just, I'm mad at the developer for yep. not fixing it fast enough or, mm-hmm. or, or being too lazy to uh, catch it in the first place. And I, I realize, like, making games is hard. Obviously, you're not going to catch everything. But, like, you know, I, I don't blame anybody who, you know, uses uh, yeah, an item duplication thing. You know, yeah. it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. People are going to gonna take advantage of uh, whatever they can yeah that's how it works i think it's also just healthier for life like i found 
I don't know what age it happened to me, but when my brain started going like, yeah, that's just life, you know? It is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is what it is. Like, this person got lucky, or I got unlucky, or, like, whatever, and, like, this person got lucky and then took advantage of it, and I'm not mad at them for, like, taking advantage of it. It's like, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, Life got a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever you truly do accept that life isn't fair, Mm because people do say it, but whenever you actually do think, like, oh... Yeah, life is not fair. Life is truly not fair. I'm not going to get everything that I deserve. Yeah. It makes it a little easier to cope with it. And, I think... And obviously, like, you should still chase after things that you deserve, but whenever you don't get them, you shouldn't... Just got to be patient. Be, a, be too... Uh, you shouldn't, like, you know, end it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I got, I got uh, that lesson really early because I, you know, from a family of five kids... And uh, there's something oddly humbling the first time you get into your mom's minivan and your little brother is sitting there munching on some McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And you go, where's my McDonald's? And your mom goes, I didn't get you any. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when it starts. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is how this is going to You missed go. out. Yeah. You, this is what you it weren't is. in the car when it, when it was being delivered yep. to you people. Yeah, I wasn't at the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, we're going to take a quick break because I want to ombuds. Oh, shit. We yes, forgot to I forgot to do that at the beginning. But this will be rather quick. There wasn't too many things. Uh, number one, uh, the last one we were talking about movies, I mentioned Page Master. Dane, it was Macaulay Culkin in Page Master. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin was in Page Master? <laughs> Macaulay Culkin was in Page Master. Oh. Uh, you said something like... I thought it was like the kid from the Sandlot. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. But... Um, the kid I can see the how you would think that. Because they were both little white boys. Uh, someone said, uh, Anissa, you got to try out these animal horror movies. Ooh, okay. Uh, to, like, test the boundaries. Yeah, yeah, Congo, okay. parentheses, basically exactly what Ian described with the monkeys, but with gorillas. Oh! I'm excited for that. Uh, that one's gonna be rough. Frozen, parentheses, not that one. Oh. So, a different okay. Frozen film. And uh, Arachnophobia. Okay. The spiders will fuck me up. Uh, someone was also curious, like, what is your feeling on something like Godzilla? I love Godzilla. Yeah, not a yeah. scary thing. No, no. We were talking about even um, Cloverfield, one of my favorite movies. Right, is she liked Cloverfield. Cloverfield. I, I was thinking that she liked exclusively Cloverfield Lane because that yeah. one was very good. I we watched that together. Too. Yeah, I uh, love Cloverfield. Lane. That's barely a Cloverfield movie. movie. Yeah, that's true. Just kind of tacked on at the did end. Did you see Cloverfield Paradox? Yeah, I did. What'd you think of that? It was bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. We yeah. can rely on Dane well, for those. I fell in love <laughs> with Clover or um JJ Abrams because of Cloverfield. And then I fell out of love with JJ Abrams after Cloverfield Paradox. Hmm. Well, to be fair, with Cloverfield, what and what has ended up happening twice so far mm-hmm. is movies that are completely unrelated to the Cloverfield universe are getting tacked on. Are, they're they're basically like, how do we sell this science fiction 
or drama movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they're like, the studio just isn't confident that it'll do well. Mm. And so usually they'll be like, hey, J.J. Abrams, can we like call this a Cloverfield movie? Yeah. And he'll take a check or whatever. Interesting. And they'll tack it on so that it sells better because it's like in, in, in a part of like a, a franchise or something. Right. Uh, I feel like JJ's been taking a few checks lately. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean. He, <laughs> Which, I mean, get He's your part of the machine now. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a Hollywood director. It's not really that surprising. Yeah. <laughs> he started off that way. I mean, like, yeah, he's kind of always just been <laughs> yeah. that way. Really? Yeah. What was yeah. his first? He was just, like, less known. Yeah. His first, like, big thing was, like, Alias and then Lost, which were like hugely popular television shows, and then he made the like Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. I never watched Lost. Me neither, yeah. but it was a big thing in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like Survivor, you know. True. Bad at the time, although I don't know. A lot of that kind of television is getting the second life on mm-hmm. streaming. So I, I'm hearing people talk about Lost more now. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting. It, it like, I feel like it came and went, and like everyone forgot about it, but now everybody's bringing it up again. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, I was obsessed with Lost when I was younger. Oh yeah, but yeah, uh, and I, I had hope that the series was going to end well, and it didn't. Um, what ended better, Lost or Game of Thrones? Probably Game of Thrones, because you weren't expecting like Game of Thrones didn't have like an obscene amount of like mystery to hold your attention from mm-hmm. episode to episode. Like you weren't trying to figure out what the thing was. Yeah, there was a lot of bullshit, like dream-like uh, occurrences, like phantom things happening, mm-hmm. and it was like, I hope that's explained, and it's like it won't be. But in yeah, Game sucks. of Thrones, it was more like, I wonder who's gonna die, and mm-hmm. it's like that's cool, that's yeah. enough mystery for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good question, though. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, someone says, I guarantee Anissa was thinking of Spartacus, and the main character was changed because they already had the series mapped out when the protagonist passed away unexpectedly from cancer. That's the one that I was thinking uh, about. Genius. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you can thank Carlos. Thank you, Carlos. Uh Great examples of semi-recent films with great practical effects was the Wes Anderson stop-motion films. Isle of Dogs is the most recent. That's true. I love Isle of Dogs. Like, the animation and shit in that is so... Well, stop-motion animation. Is is it still called animation? Stop-motion? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Fantastic Mr. Fox. All that kind of jazz. Uh, Fascinated by gore as a wee lad. Mm-hmm. And I'm now a funeral funeral director. That's cool. Ooh, that yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Okay, it's cool when you, someone's like kind of life's journey can be summed up that. Well, that's what I mean. Cleanly, it's like <laughs> to me when I was younger, I loved uh, shows where the main character had like a thing, mm. and then that like was like that's that's who they are. You know what right. I mean? So to be like a young person and have something like fascinated with gore. Like, that's your canon event when you're, like, very young. I know. That's it. And that's, like, that puts you on a trajectory. I feel like I didn't have anything like that. I didn't have, like, a superpower quirk. Yeah. But, like, I would view that as a superpower quirk. Yeah. Well, it's it's also interesting to me because I would get so in my own head about it. Like, the way that I'm thinking about that is I'm like, that's so sad. Like, you're fascinated with gore. You probably couldn't share that with anyone. Mm-hmm. That you were fascinated with gore, yeah. otherwise they would say, "Okay, so you're 
serial killer. Serial You're killer. fucking freak. Yeah. You're a freak. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. Like you it's going to be hard to find friends mm-hmm. that I don't know if you'd even want to watch gore with your friends or <laughs> you know have I, that connection. Yeah. Uh that might be it would be awkward for it to even like slip out as like a uh, interest is like you know, because a, a lot of guys like freak out at the idea of women being interested in the serial killer yeah. like crime shit, right? Yeah. Uh, this seems even more freaky because you're a dude, mm-hmm. potentially. Well, I shouldn't get ahead of myself. I don't know if they're a dude or not. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, anyone can be a dude. That's true. I mean, male. Yeah. Guy. That's true. I do use <laughs> dude uh, gender neutrally. Yes. Uh, don't say we don't say do that in this house. Yeah, we don't say do that. Do that is like cringe. The, it's like the actor actress thing. Yeah, do that and dude. It's just dude. It's just actor. Yeah, let's not get cringe with it. Dude. Also, although I a will, god. although a goddess. Oh, true. That too. God. Well, actor saying actor instead of actress is relatively a new thing. It is. Yeah. 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 Uh, saying do that is. I think always been a joke. I don't think people ever seriously say that. Oh, At least people. I hope not. I don't, I, some people do yeah. do use doodad. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> although I will say, I think there's a time and a place for corn cobet. <laughs> Sorry to spit all over the place. What do you? Why are you laughing so heavily? <laughs> corn cobet is like a. I think it's like a smaller corn cob. Cobble. Oh, I've never heard that. I thought you just made that up. Just <laughs> no, no, no. You just like pulled that out of your ass. Yeah. I, I, I do say, like, <laughs> I use gender-neutral terms that would probably be gendered. Mm. Like, uh, I just say man. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. To whoever. Yeah, I use that gender-neutrally. I was a server, and my um, shift manager got really mad at me because they were like, you can't call a group of women guys. Stop calling them guys. Oh, God. And I was like, I'll call whoever the fuck I want guy. I call everyone yeah. guys. Yeah. A group of dogs, a group of women. A gr- I don't give a shit. Everybody's a guy. That is guys. interesting because that is like, I think, a little bit of a generational separation a bit. Yeah. Because I've heard the same sort of thing, like like calling like a, a grown man dude and then them getting feeling like <laughs> yeah. it was like disrespectful. Yeah. No, no, she she specifically this shift leader was like it's you're yeah. calling them men. Jeez. And I'm like no I'm not. So like strange. it was and they after know that. And they nobody yeah. ever complained about it. It was like a group of like mm-hmm. I don't know, like Gen X moms that were like just having a nice dinner and I was like, "Hey guys, if you need anything else, just let me know." Yeah. Like when is that ever been an issue also i feel feel like women could like largely call each other things like hey boys or something like that and it wouldn't matter they don't give a shit yeah it's not like i'm fucking i don't know that made me so mad yeah like if i guess my point is if an individual who i'm directing the term guys to said to me like hey that makes me feel weird i would be like oh absolutely i'll change it but for some weirdo shift manager to overhear my conversation and be like uh women want to be referred to as ladies is the weirdest thing i don't know uh i I will say that i get a little self-conscious when referring to uh women Mm -hmm. uh i don't want to call them females oh i mean yeah that's fair but i also don't want to call them women 
because that seems a little too formal. I don't know why, but it just seems like I'm going out of my way. Do you to, know what it to is? To be like that woman over there. So I just go with lady, that that yeah. lady. I just saw that lady. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> unfortunately, like for women in general, we have been taught so heavily that being older is bad. So anytime you refer to women as women or even lady, I feel like there is this like vein of like, when do you start calling someone a woman mm-hmm. or a lady? And like, when is it offensive? Not because it's like actually offensive, but there's just like, it's been gr- drilled into us so mm-hmm. heavily that if you're not a girl, if you're not a little girl, right. you're an ugly old wench. Oh, like, that's a that's a, a nightmare. I would never call anyone a girl. Really? Because it's like, just like, I feel like I'm infantile, and what's the word? Infantilizing? In- infantilizing. Infantilizing someone? I yeah. don't know. I would feel, like I said, I, I get a little self-conscious about it. It's yeah. hard. I want to like, hard to know I want to do well. I want to like, make sure that I'm not offending people. So I... I've had better success with just saying lady. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. lady's it's just, fine. It's the most neutral thing I've found so far. Right. Yeah, it the good news is sucks how for heavily. anyone who's confused on, like Dane is, is that we haven't figured it out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Collectively. Collectively, because ha- I think there's just so many connotations that's unfortunately linked to all the words. And, like, unfortunately, I feel like women have a very small hole that they can fit in. Um, oh, <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. like that. True, true. But you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's, like, it's it's a narrow landing strip. Yeah. Uh, someone said... <laughs> you, you did it Whoa. again. <laughs> Intentionally, right? No, no I don't oh, think so. What the hell? Uh, man. Uh, someone said the animatronics in FNAF are actually puppets made by Jim Henson Studios. That's Lol. fucking awesome. So, yeah. It okay. was applicable. There you go. Um, as long as they're telling us the truth and they're not lying. Well, he said lol afterwards, so maybe he was trolling. Yes. <laughs> a bit of a troll. Couldn't help it lol at the end of his troll. I wish we would bring back the troll face. Oh, someone, <laughs> I don't think this is true, but someone said, Trish's, Trish's daughter is going to be named Elvis. I demand a second correction. I don't think it's. Gonna, I don't think she's having a daughter, is she? <laughs> I don't know, D- Dane. It's too look far. It up. Yeah, Dane, look up if Trisha Paytas is having a son or a daughter. All right. Um, I need to know. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like that is roughly it. There's a lot more comments, uh, but we can uh, peruse those at our pleasure. Um, uh, Paterson. I'm butchering this guy's name. Hackmon? Hackmon? Are expecting a second baby girl. Fuck! Oh, oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, she is going to name her Elvis. Okay. Sorry. That's I'm, crazy. Yeah, no, I love it. We we love uh, gender-neutral names or yeah. boy names for girls. Well, that's why I said Kelly initially, because yeah. I thought, like, I felt like Trisha would be about that vibe yeah. of just, like, taking something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but I was assuming that it was a boy, Yeah, I think. no, that's my bad. Um, I just read as well, someone in the comments said, for, for the love of Pete, Ian, have better posture. My back is hurting just watching you. Oh, yeah. I so well, we have your camera frames to uh, compensate for your bad posture. So oh. if you're gonna be having good posture, we need to 
adjust your camera. Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to adjust it right now. Oh. Well, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, piece of quake. Piece uh, of quake. It's uh it's interesting because for the past month and a half I've been religiously stretching and working on posture, doing the like holding the broom and like mm-hmm. putting over my head and back over. Um and I think it's really improved my posture and I've been trying to get Ian on the hype train. The posture train. Yeah, but Yeah, I'll get there. There's just other things I want to focus on right now, like 200 pounds. Yeah, he's trying to get 200 pounds. And posting a video on YouTube. Posting a video on YouTube. Everybody now thinks that he's only specking into the podcast because you, you stopped doing your weekly update. Yeah. This podcast is good for you explaining things about yeah. your life. Oh, so I should do that now. So you should probably do that now. Okay, so the plan is that I'm going to be uploading on YouTube. I just, you know, I was doing one a week and I was like, it was okay. Uh, but I didn't feel like I could put as much time and, uh, like, I don't know, put a little bit more brain power and thought process into the videos. It was more like, well, I just got to make a video. Um, so I'm putting a little bit more thought into the videos going forward, and that's just going to mean that they're going to come out at random different times. The one I'm working on now should come out uh the week that this podcast gets uploaded yeah i haven't picked a day yet i think something that i've really learned about your creative process is that you need to be able to like make something Mm -hmm. decide that it needs way more Mm -hmm. work on it again take a giant break work on it again decide it needs a skit put it out Nice. That is your your my personal workflow. Yeah, and with the weekly, it was like film the first thing, have no time to decide whether or not you liked it or if it needs anything, post it. Right, didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but I, I to be honest, like I didn't mind the weekly thing because it took a lot of the uh, a lot of additional stress out of there that's one thing i liked about the bad unboxings is because it was just like open some bullshit and Mm -hmm. edit it and send it Mm -hmm. Uh, so things like that definitely aren't bad and i want to have something that is more of that vibe for sure i was gonna Um, ask like but this podcast is kind of that in a way yeah i well not really (laughs) like i mean not the same thing yeah like but it is quick. <laughs> yes. It's it's the same thing for you as in, like, it's something that you can do, mm-hmm. walk away from, and it doesn't take much creative thought. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting because I, people who talk about you having, like, lazy content now, like, Bad Unboxing, which I, I just want to say that was my favorite series mm-hmm. on your channel. That was the laziest content you've ever fucking made in your life. Mm-hmm. You relied on other people to, like, send you totally. shit. You opened it. And then you well, put it together. I also just don't think that people in general are very – well, I shouldn't say people. But the people leaving comments like that, yeah. I do not think are particularly critical about everyone that they're watching. Yeah. And they don't judge everyone with the same – Fine tooth set of Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like that's what a lot of content on YouTube that's is. YouTube is, is like, you know – uh, you're not going to spend months and months working on a video. That's no. n- that's very out of the ordinary. Most people are trying to figure out a daily grind that is mm-hmm. sustainable for them, mm-hmm. and it's and just that not, is comforting for yeah. people. And like I, I really liked the bad unboxings, and I'm aware that clearly you can't go back to that 
in the same way mm -hmm. because clearly you have people that would send you probably not fun haters will send me poop yeah <laughs> a full diaper um, I get nothing but diapers in the mail do you do you have any ideas for like what you would want to do if you brought something like that back yeah yeah i mean i i've already got some products but it would basically be like my own personal battle like, boxing of, yeah kind of like going back to the well, roots. that's what i yeah did at the beginning yeah. i mean there's a ton of things that i have an actual passion and interest in mm -hmm. and like yeah that's easy shit like yeah. if i buy a new video game max Payne, i want to open that and show everyone look i got a max painful ps3 <laughs> check this out guys here's the guidebook mm -hmm. uh and that you know i'm not gonna do that specifically no. but plenty of other things but that part of it is is the surprise um, cool okay yeah i just feel like um we focus on a lot of topics that are like not related not related to you to life spe specifically uh -huh. and yeah not related to like what you've got going on and like mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's no that's probably, a good point yeah, yeah i could always i could always dive into that a little bit more mm -hmm. and um, part of the goal of this podcast is to like take away some of the mystery yeah like somebody was uh Ian was telling me about a comment that he read about somebody saying that, like, oh, no, he has CTE because he's talking so much slower. <laughs> but, like, you, Ian just... Dude, yeah, this was the funniest comment. Someone said, after watching the podcast, like, mm -hmm. it was... I don't know if it was in a genuine concern, but it did seem, like, honest to some degree, where they were, like, they were being a fucking asshole or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they were, like... Yeah, after watching this, like, I could tell that Ian has, like, brain damage, like, how slow it is. Like, this is so much, like, slower. And there's a lot of emphasis on, like, the slowness of it. Yeah, the lack of speed. Yeah. And I was like, it's almost like they they think that those videos or the, the videos I make on my main channel, because I still do it, that I don't cut the, the absolute fuck out of all of those videos. There is not any breathing room in any of the videos that i upload yeah. on that channel yeah i think dane can uh huh? speak to that a little bit have you seen my videos no <laughs> what the hell <laughs> what have you seen what any of channel them? is it main channel <laughs> what's it called he's just being a shit. yeah of course yeah i've heard i mean i'm here when you record them now uh-huh and i can hear you like basically restarting the exact same line 12 times in a row because you messed up halfway through right mm -hmm. and you just use the best one at the end mm -hmm. like but that's how things are filmed like, right uh and also um I, I don't think people realize you just like everyone else on youtube writes down what they're gonna say yeah uh -huh. you have a script or at least an outline of what you want to say mm -hmm. yeah and you're reading it like not, uh, you don't have that here i don't understand so clearly you're just gonna like be speaking slower because you're like writing yeah. it as you're going like i don't know yeah i don't understand like why people don't uh, they can't differentiate the the difference between someone talking and someone making a video well it's weird because it's like do they think that you're like out in public being like how are you today how is what do you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. like it, that would be very weird <laughs> what's up youtube nation yeah. right to someone's face right. that'd be cool and also it's like I, I'm going to be honest. I watch almost every YouTube video in two times speed. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just my habit. Yeah. Uh, because I can 
process the information fast enough. Mm -hmm. And like someone even mentioned like this podcast is good for that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you need that, definitely do it. Uh, but the, the tools are there for you. Yeah. To figure it out. To speed it up. Humans yeah. can only talk so fast and make coherent points mm -hmm. that aren't going to get them canceled. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. It's like. You got to take a breather. You got to really think about words. what you're saying sometimes, you know. Yeah. Or else it's going to be misconstrued. Uh, so I think that'll do it. Oh, there was someone said. Man, someone had a good uh, suggestion mm. about making a shirt. And I was curious if you guys had, like, uh, any comments on this. Because it was something like, oh, you guys should make merch that says, one thing I want to talk about. Do oh, I say that? you do, okay. yeah. yeah. I wasn't yeah. aware of that. Yeah. One thing I want to talk about is... You should also uh, make merch that... Uh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to make a tangentially related, uh, related joke. Because that's your favorite word. Huh. Oh, oh, tangentially? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. You love that word. I get you. Which is cool. We were talking about this the other day. Um, Dane, what's the other thing that you said uh, Ian says all the time? Oh, um, you say uh, it's one of those, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those like things. Like whenever you're like kind of chipping in on a conversation, you'll be like, yeah, it's just one of those things where, yeah. and then like, dot, dot, yeah. dot, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that could be merch. Mm. It's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. I don't have. Uh, I want something. Yeah, I want to. Uh, you definitely have some things. Yeah. Somebody yeah. tell me what my phrase is. It might take some time. Probably my phrase. Is oh, uh, speaking of phrases, mm -hmm. I was uh, recently uh, visited my family in California, mm -hmm. and uh, when I was driving around there, I drove past some person's like open garage. And they had their whole garage, like, set out as, like, a workout gym, garage gym kind of thing. And they had painted, like, a like a big, nice mural. And then they had another thing next to it. It was a big painted mural, but it just basically said the phrase, um, did you die, question mark. Is it, like, a Jesus thing? No. Oh. But I was pondering it, and I was like, what does that mean? And then I realized, like, oh, that's some, like, bullshit that, like, gym heads would say to, like, a, a newbie who's going to the gym who's really struggling, and they get through it, and they're like, did you die? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that sound about right? <laughs> that's so, like, um, if that's true, that's so Gen X core. Yeah. Like that phrase. I know. Did you die? No. Okay, get back in there. Right, right, like right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's something my dad would say. I know. Did you die? No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It was worth it, huh? Yeah. It's sort of like... Uh... <laughs> what? I, I also have to say, California's fucking weird because you don't put your cars in your garage. You put everything else in your garage. Yeah, but you don't need to put it in your garage. That's why. Yeah, it doesn't rain. Why would you put it in there? Yeah. Get you go in with you the... Get freaking the no, it is true. If you're in California, you probably should be putting your car in your garage if you have a garage mm. um, because sun damage is a real thing. Mm -hmm. It affects more than just us white people. Yeah, can give your car cancer. Yeah. Skin cancer. <laughs> the cars, they peel, you know, if they sit out there in the sun long enough. It's not yeah. good. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I have a bunch of, like, uh, my old um, 
college books, and um, I have like old comics. I got like gym uh, equipment to put in your garage. Yeah, I I gotta put it all in there. Old empty cans. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Americans empty de- cans. <laughs> Americans and like people in California generally do use their garages as like storage. So. Yeah. Yeah, from somebody who lives in a place where you can't literally can't do that, mm-hmm. it was yeah. very hard for my brain to like understand that mm-hmm. because like even like forget the really cold winters where your car like won't start if you don't have it in the garage, like hail, like imagine. Like even when we we lived yeah, in that, that's true. Like uh, apartment, remember? Well, me and Ian don't have to imagine it. We lived it. We lived it yesterday. Hail. We lived through. We survived. I should say. We a, should make a, a sure that says we survived. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. We survived the hailstorm of uh, twenty four yesterday. It was yeah, hailing. it was. Yeah, it was hailing a little bit. I looked on the app, the weather app, and it said that it was snow, mm, but but it was hail. My cunning eye. It, it was hail. My yeah. Cunning eye. <laughs> the the hail in where I'm from, when we were in um, that apartment. Mm-hmm. We there's no uh, it's just open parking like there's yeah. no it's not like covered oh yeah and that hail I was like my fucking windshield's gonna get busted it did so much damage to cars yeah. it was it fucking was de- crazy massive dents the buildings were fucked yeah. up yeah like the apartment <laughs> building that we were renting at the time like there were like rain gutters that were like hanging down yeah. no fucked like, up everything yeah so like it's hard for my brain to process but every Californian like. Without fail, even us. Yeah, we had a gym in our garage. So no, we parked our car in the garage. We had our gym in our sunroom. We did not park our car in the garage. We did. We did have the gym in the sunroom. Oh, you're right. At but, the other house, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the other house, yeah, you're right. You're valid. Yeah, first house we had uh-huh. the gym in the garage. Then our second house. The first house, by the way, we had to move out of because somebody doxxed us using the bathroom tile from a selfie. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Well, that wasn't the reason we moved out. But I mean, that was a pretty it, big... It was a, it was a helpful push. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty big... We wanted to be out of there. Um, But anyways, the... Yeah, we had a gym in the garage. Mm-hmm. I remember because I was working out and our neighbor moseyed into f- fucking be weird. Yeah. While yeah, I was working strange. out. <laughs> yeah, I thought he owned the place. <laughs> he owned the place. Yeah, that's the other thing with Americans is yeah, like, yeah, it's the neighbors just are fucking quirky. They're quirky. Yeah, he was a what was he a gym teacher or something? I don't know, some bullshit, some, some cringe and creepy teacher. like that. Uh, no okay, so I was gonna teacher. talk. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I'll risk it. <laughs> uh, I was gonna continue to talk about tunnels, but to be honest, that was a good. We had we had our time with the tunnel. We had a good tunnel talk. Did is this was a recording because we had to record a few times because things were messing up. Did I say that this looks like a colonoscopy in this? I recording? don't know, but I'm not gonna. Re- yeah, if I don't know, none I, of us I don't think anything of value was lost in that yeah. first. Yeah, thing this looks did. like a colonoscopy. Looks like a colon. Your mama. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you got it out. Yeah. Got it out there. Uh, so you're very saying, important. You showed me. Uh, <laughs> It was like a tweet or something. Matt Walsh saying buying a gift a month in advance is the gayest thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. He said, Wait, has he heard of butt sex? <laughs> no, this is gayer. Than that. <laughs> well, I, I after hearing that, I was like, okay, I should challenge myself and to think <laughs> I should think of some things that are gayer, gayer or about as gay as that. I think, yeah, about as—it's very easy to think of things that are gayer. Right. 
about yeah, as about as gay. As okay. that. Wiping your ass is gay. <laughs> yeah. So you are think about it. this. Yeah, you're touching your butthole with a little tissue, a dainty little tissue. Gay. Yeah. Wait, can somebody explain to me? Because I I need to understand. Follow the logic. Uh huh. What is homosexual about preemptively buying your loved one? I'm assuming heterosexual heterosexual loved one. Uh-huh. A gift a month in advance. Is what it, makes it, that it means good? you're you're using your feelings to determine uh, how, uh, like, bringing when someone, someone joy. Yeah, you're it. anticipating the feelings of your partner. Yeah. So you, wait, wait, okay, wait. So then he's admitting that, like, being in a heterosexual relationship, it, by his beliefs and standards, is inherently worse than being in a homosexual relationship. That's what he's saying. Because to be straight <laughs> is to not care about your partner's feelings and only do things when they're obligatory. But being mm-hmm. gay is caring about your partner's feelings and doing things because you love them. I think you I mean, I I think you're probably right. You're giving him too much of the benefit of the doubt that he yeah. he Cares I just, I'm just saying that it's just a strange thing to say that it's gay to care. Yeah, of course. That's why we're. Yeah, that's why he brought it up. I just wanted to get. I just no, needed you're to make sure. I needed to comb through <laughs> it for myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blowing your nose is gay. Uh huh. Okay. Obvious reasons. It's, you make a silly sound. It's and it's not. And again, you're holding a little tissue. Uh, anything with a little. Kids hates tissues. Wait. Gay. Wait. Huh. Okay. Saying bless you. After a sneeze. Yeah. Gay. No, because nothing that's religious is gay. As gay as the thinking about <laughs> someone. Someone and getting them a gift. No, no, no. Because you're thinking about because, someone. And- no, because <laughs> uh, let me tell you why. Because okay. bless you is the most throwaway, automatic, like, bullshit. It's like, say, it's like a pray before you eat type of thing. Okay. And it's like, okay. No, blah, no. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what's okay. better? What would be better is just say a. A gazuntite, because that's like because right. Germans, they're you know manly. Mm. You know? Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, blowing on scalding hot food is gay. <laughs> Think about okay. it. You purse your lips. Uh, yep. Uh, You're okay. afraid of the heat. Yeah. Come on. Drinking out of a straw. Uh, that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, wrapping gifts is gay. <laughs> you should just give all gifts raw. <laughs> I, I've got one. I've got one. Yeah. Drying your hands after you wash them is gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Just let the earth do what it's meant to yeah. do. Or just wipe just wipe it on your shirt like a man. Right. Wait, wait, this reminds me of that. Oh, that, oh fuck, Dane. That's true. That's true. <laughs> fuck. That reminds me of the Reddit post somebody made where they said that their dad said making a teepee out of the wood like to start a fire, fire is gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I could see that one. There's like a real Reddit post. Yeah, you don't organize the wood at all. You don't. You don't build the structure out of the wood. No. Simply make the fire. (laughs) I don't understand. It's so hard for my brain. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any more? Uh, Oh, a ton more. Okay. Petting a dog is gay. (laughs) Only hard pats. Only hard. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Slap it on the side. (laughs) Just. just, Yeah. Got to feel that hollow dog. Right. Imagining, or um, you imagine you're like saving its life or something. Only okay. something completely necessary to keep it breathing. Right. Okay. Uh, cleaning your ears is gay. Mm-hmm. Self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. <laughs> uh, 
monitoring the temperature of your fridge is gay. So, like, if you were to open the fridge and look at the temperature right up there on the reader and it's like, oh, it's kind of getting a little too hot, like, whatever. Grab the cheese and make yourself a sandwich and close it. Don't monitor what about, um, the temperature. What about, like, monitoring meat when you're cooking it, like putting the meat thermometer in there? Oh, using a meat thermometer is gay. Okay. <laughs> nice. I would um, even argue that using a thermometer at all is gay. Is gay. Okay. Yeah. Like putting it under your tongue. Right. Yeah. Oh, ch- oh, yeah. Okay. Valid. Yeah. And walking, walking around the house with it in your mouth oh, while you yeah. wait. Caring about temperature, period, is gay. Yeah. yeah. Asking your dog how they're feeling outwardly is gay. <laughs> is psychotic. Yeah, and I agree with that. <laughs> I think it's more psycho behavior. What? I ask Blitz if he's okay all the time. What does yeah. he say? Does he say anything? He shakes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because quivers. Because you addressed him, you could call him a slur to his yeah. face, and he would do the same thing. He feels a lot more comfortable when I just slap him on his side. <laughs> Blitz feels very not at ease when he does. Say, the, How's it going, B dog? When he does the old the old man slap. Yeah, Blitz doesn't like the old man slap. Uh, Fiona Cause, loves because I can. Old man well, I can slap. remain kind of ignorant, and like <laughs> I like I could sort of say in my brain like, yeah, like I. It's just. It's just uh, same amount of pressure, no matter the dog. So I hit Fiona the same, with, like with that amount. Yeah, slap her on her You'll side. You'll get her like a good, like a little. And I'll do the exact same. I'm not going to change it for the small dog. <laughs> That'd be discriminatory. Yeah, exactly. Well, Fiona, because like Fiona loves getting smacked around. Yeah, she really does. Like she'll like lean into it and freaking like. Yeah, it's playing. She she loves it, but like Blitz, if like you give him any sort of the thing is, is that I've taught Blitz because when I'm uh, on the bed and I'm tired of him like being up there, I'll give him two little taps on his butt, like light little taps, and that's like communicating like, okay, mm. it's your time to leave. So now Blitz associates any like patting or tapping with you're a problem. Yeah. So when you're like doing the like side mm-hmm. pats, he's like, like what's he's happening? He's like, oh, I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I need to True. get out of here really fast. <laughs> uh, looking at the expiration date is gay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a sniff test. That's all it needs. Uh, <laughs> true. Uh, picking up dog poop is gay. You know what? Because you have to put on like a little a little a glove. Little glove. Yeah, yeah. So, you should just pick it up with your hand and put it in your pocket. <laughs> it's interesting that you bring that up because I had a weird experience with that. Yeah. Um, I was dating a guy for a while, and he was walking Blitz with me. This was like right, yeah, long time ago now. But he was walking Blitz with me, and Blitz dumped, and he's my dog, mm-hmm. right? So I start picking up his shit. The dudes in a car stopped and rolled down the window and called the guy that I was dating gay <laughs> because he wasn't the one picking up the dog shit and I was. Wow. Yeah, and they were they were literally they were like gay, making your <laughs> making your girlfriend pick up dog shit. You're gay, and then they drove away. I'm not making that up. I swear right. to God. So you so, got the full context for yes. why they were saying gay. Yeah, it was okay. two like twenty something year old dudes, yeah. frat dudes. Mm-hmm. So like to them, they're counter arguing you. Right. Picking up dog poop is masculine, straight, hetero behavior. No, only when a woman's around though. Okay, yeah. so when a woman's around. And and you, you as a straight hetero, you're protecting her from the poop, man. Right, right. you need to pick up the poop. Totally, but 
If you're alone and you pick up the poop and you're a man. Here's another example. Uh, Let's say you uh, own a house and you have uh, your lawn is is growing. It's very untidy. Mm -hmm. If you mow it as a single man, gay. You mow it as a man with a, you know. A partner. A a partner. So. Not gay. If you have standards for yourself as a person and responsibilities, you're gay. Yeah, but if you're doing it because you're being nagged by some old yeah. wench, it r- really depends wench. on the. Uh, it all really depends okay. on the scenario yeah. and how unfair someone's being and how mm-hmm. mentally disturbed they are. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I like this game. I like yeah. it. It is fun. I'm learning like, a lot. I mean, I was just coming up with them so quickly. Mm. When you told me that, I was just like, "Let me try some of these." And I was Custom like, "Custom embroidering hats, gay." Why is that? I don't know. I was thinking of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like getting like getting custom character. anything kind of. Yeah, like oh, customizing you, anything. Customizing yeah. anything. Getting yourself <laughs> that. tailored. I always want to make a T-shirt that says "customizing anything is gay." <laughs> customizing anything. <laughs> a custom T-shirt. For yeah. Me, yeah. Custom. Okay. I can't believe that he actually made that. Like, yeah. I'm. Like we get like it's it's actually funny if <laughs> if there's any amount of self awareness. Yeah. But when you don't have that, it's like when you mean Jesus, it, it's very alarming. This is like yeah. For a full grown man too, like I, I think past twenty. Yeah, it's also super disturbing the idea that he is like. It it, it feels like there's so much like pride. Mm-hmm. In being just like negligent, yeah, and shitty. That's what I mean. Yeah, there was it's like somebody talking fuck? about that. So are you that pathetic? Like you, you don't understand. They don't, they like view it as masculine. Like, they, they, they do. Well, yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's more masculine to be negligent. It's yes. more masculine to be untidy. To it's these more guys, masculine yeah. to do things spontaneously. Yeah. Rather than plan. Planning is gay. Yeah, apparently, according to them. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like dudes like Matt Walsh, like, they really do pride themselves on incompetency. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, especially. It kind of has to be that way, right? Because if they didn't believe that with their whole being and their whole chest, then they're, if they have, like, I'm assuming that he's married to a maybe not i don't know but wasn't I feel he the like, one who was arguing that you should oh, be able to have right. sex with 16 okay. year olds or so, something yeah oh right <laughs> yeah, so you're funny. right yeah. okay well yikes uh either way i feel like it really just defeats any plan that they have yeah um no yeah so no, it, it makes right. sense that it would be it's like you learn from your what you see and like a lot of us see disgruntled uh angry father that doesn't want to be at the grocery store and mom just trying to mm-hmm. do the shopping and they're like that's what a happy couple looks like that's a man i need yeah. to be that and then it gets uh, perpetuated but to be honest our parents were just grumpy and married when they probably shouldn't have gotten married mm-hmm. for, for a lot of us <laughs> well not being married is gay oh that i wonder wait Unless you're what Andrew Tate, then it's super. You know what? Well, I'm saying like for for that generation, like I oh, think a lot of people true. were like, I have to, you know, I have to get married. I have to I, get married so that I can have the dream, the not, the not gay ring on my finger. Yeah, 
I feel like there is this uh, push and pull happening, though, with with that mm-hmm. kind of in the same way with like what is high fashion and what is not. Oh, where it's like the it like it overlaps completely mm-hmm. and it's just completely context dependent yeah. on what is considered high fashion or, you know, just rags. Yeah. Just shit. Yeah. Just a pile of poop. Same with art. Yeah. Too. Art as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, it's all uh, context uh, dependent. Yeah, on whether or not it's gay. <laughs> uh, Sharing popcorn in a movie theater. See, that's like getting too. I wonder. I just feel like that's getting it too is. direct. Yeah, no, but it's interesting to think about the even the idea of like Matt Walsh would. L- he he would be very adamant about no, like be like I'm gonna get my oh, own. Fuck yeah! I need yeah. to get my own popcorn. Yeah, because she's always doing that woman thing of like yeah. wanting a little bit of my thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. She said she wasn't hungry. Yeah, yeah. And now she's eating some of my popcorn. What the fuck? So now we always get our own separate, own separate yeah. popcorn. Yeah. Right. I feel like sharing. It's really sad because again, I feel like this is the alienation of men through this narrative like a lot of things that are either allowing men to connect to their partners their their straight partners or uh connect to other men to Mm -hmm. be friends like is shamed like this is just another example of like shaming and isolating Mm -hmm. men through these like being isolated is very masculine apparently being a sigma right like being a sigma male yeah right doing everything yeah it's the MGTOW thing that's so sad yeah, along with the sharing popcorn, kind of splitting snacks, mm. take it a step further, they split the beds. They're like, she always <laughs> wants to cuddle and shit. <laughs> she always wants to, you know, be yeah. near me. Cuddling Ugh. is gay to them. Yeah. This for reminds sure. me of, like, who's that guy who, like, he's like, it's actually gay to have sex with women? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Fuentes. Right. Like, you just, you become so <laughs> concerned with, like, yeah. this narrative that you just oh, you go full circle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right that was a great discussion and now i want to talk about uh oh here it is mm. uh, i already told anisa this but i think we should stop calling butts asses i should uh we should stop calling asses peaches yeah, we decided. We should this start calling them apples, and we should uh, differentiate between different apples mm-hmm. because I think it makes a lot of sense because there's so many different apple varieties. Yeah, calling an ass like a Granny Smith is great. Calling an what? ass no, it's not great. It's but it's a it's applicable for a certain subgenre of ass. Yes, um, descriptive. That is, uh, it's seen. It's 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 been on the track for a while. It's seen its uh, <laughs> glory days and it's Tucker. Yeah, it's tired. a granny. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that, yeah. Red Delicious. Mm-hmm. That might be like a very like plastic surgeryed out ass. Yeah, might One be that Red Delicious. Looks <laughs> just so perfect. Yep. Tight. Mm-hmm. Glorious. But when you take a bite out of it, it might be a little bit bitter and tasteless. Well, yeah, you definitely don't want to bite the ass. Yeah. Uh, and then there's what else is there? Like honey crisp? Honey crisp. Like that sounds like a great ass. Yeah. Honey crisp sounds like a like a like a tight little ass. Yeah. 
Um, Fuji. Mount Fuji, big ass. Big uh, Mount Fu- Fuji. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big ass. Then you're just going to freaking no. Just uh, there's Fuji. there's Golden Delicious. Yeah, Golden, golden delicious. delicious. Tanned a tan. Oh, a Golden Delicious would yeah definitely yeah. be some sort of. Wait, there was one that we were like, oh, that's peak name. Oh, I think it was Red Delicious. Was peak yeah, like maybe. good name. Um. I don't know what other names there are, but I'm I, sure. I have a list. I, oh. I'm reading them. Oh, okay. Tell nice. me another one. G- a gala. <gasps> oh, oh, like an artistic painter. That's a rich ass. Bi- bitch's ass. Rich bitch's ass. Mm-hmm. There's one called an empire. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Evil ass. Yeah, that's an ass from Chicago or something. <laughs> <laughs> or like a Breaking Bad ass, I don't know. Breaking, no, I, breaking ass. I was thinking like just like an imperial ass, like mm-hmm. an evil imperial ass. Mm. Um, pink lady. Oh, well, that's just like a like a little pink little ass. Little tush. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a spankable ass. Yeah. And then there's the McIntosh. McIntosh. Irish oh, ass. a tech head ass. Oh, yeah. Tech, <laughs> tech, tech ass. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Those are all the main ones. Okay, nice. Thank you, Dane. Yeah. You're the the resource guy today. Petition to start um, referring to asses as apples Mm -hmm. instead of peaches. Yeah. So I'm going to have to think of some ass-related stories in the future so that I can bust that out Mm -hmm. willy-nilly. The other day I got my ass kicked. Oh, wait. I got my red apple I got my red delicious. I got my red, red delicious yeah. kicked. I got my red delicious kicked in. <laughs> red delicious. That's uh, good. I like that. Um, I wrote this down in my notes. Maybe you guys can tell me what it means because mm-hmm. I don't know what it means. If it doesn't feel like you got enough food, just chew more. <laughs> that is a diet um, technique hack. Um, I, I there's a specific instance where I had, where I had this happen, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's no, not that sounds memory. real because I've always heard like if you want to um, lose weight or like mm-hmm. uh, be less hungry, mm-hmm. you should eat a lot slower. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Like in general, like just take bites less often or something. Yeah, that's true. It, I, I this is kind of like completely unrelated, but not really. Um, I learned about a new uh, diet or like a way to lose weight through surgery. Mm-hmm. And it is so insane that I like wanted to share it on the podcast. So they have like gastric band and stuff where they're like, you know, shrinking the stomach in different ways. You yeah. can like this one, they hook a tube up to your stomach mm-hmm. and it comes out of your belly and you have like a little port. And then when you're done eating, you can like go in, you have to wait 20 minutes because that's how long it takes to go through your system. Mm-hmm. You hook up the port to a tube and you put the tube over the toilet and you export wow. food out of your stomach. And it exports, exports up to, I think it was like a third of what you ate or two thirds, mm-hmm. I can't remember, but it's, it's, it's this wild thing. That is so that, like, strange. And there was a dude that like was like, um, he was from Sweden and he flew to the U.S. to get it done. And he's like hit his goal weight. He's like very thin now. And he was showing them how it worked. It was so crazy to yeah. look at. And then when you're done, when you lose the weight that you want to lose, 
uh, you slowly uh, wean yourself off of it, and then they remove it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's like an assistive tool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the idea isn't to be permanently on this thing. No. It's not like, you know. I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be something that you're right. supposed to wean yourself off of, but. Wow, that's impressive. When you say wean yourself off of it, you mean just like not eating as much? So this guy was explaining that like you once you get to your goal weight, um, you stop exporting for breakfasts first. So you just eat your breakfast and leave it. And then you export for lunch and dinner and then you stop exporting for lunch and then you stop for dinner last. But you're supposed to like be eating less or like the right amount. Like if you're binge eating and you're like stopping exporting for like breakfast and lunch, you'll know if you're eating mm. too much still because you'll start gaining weight. Right. So you you have to basically use it in order to like help yourself while you're retraining your brain to not overeat or boredom eat or whatever you're doing. And once you stabilize, then you can get it removed. Hmm. So I just thought that was crazy. That is crazy. There's so many weird like weight loss, like surgery things. I remember the lap band. Yep. I remember my parents at the time, I didn't know anything about it. My parents didn't need it or anything, but they were talking about all their like uh like employee like uh coworkers and stuff getting it done and a lot of people that they knew that were getting it done. And it seems so like like the solution. Like, oh, it's awesome. We're living in the future. This is how you lose Lab weight now. That scare me so much. Yeah, well, I remember just I mean, I think the lawsuits are still going on with lap band. Yeah. Where it's just that shit is like rotting in your stomach or yeah. like doing some horrible shit well, to you. You you there's so many oh, wait. rules you have to follow. I was going to say for for anyone who doesn't know what the lap band is, it's literally like a band that they yeah. put around your stomach yeah, as far as shrink. I know. Yeah, yeah. So that it can't continue to go as yeah. you're eating food. So you feel full a lot quicker. The problem is, is that for a lot of people eating, especially when you get to a certain size, like that's habit forming and hormone forming. And mm-hmm. your stomach being limited size wise isn't a lot of the time the problem. So you ended up having a lot of people who are continuing to eat mm-hmm. and, you know, we're having issues that like the physical limitations of the lap band ended up hurting them. Right. It it wasn't what they needed. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like there were a lot of injuries that I'm pretty sure came from that specifically. Definitely. It's a very freaky procedure. And so they don't don't do it anymore. Do they do it? I I don't. I mean, they might still do it. I know they do gastric bypass. But yeah, that's like a pretty. I just don't even know, like, maybe there, I'll, I'll look it up or someone can correct me in the comments, but, like, the way I remember it is it almost felt like it was its own brand, like the lap yeah. band. Yeah. But, like, obviously it doesn't need, like, you don't think of gastric bypass as, like, a branded thing. But it is probably patented, so it probably maybe. is a, a brand. Yeah, it might be. Oh. Um, and if that's the case, it probably isn't being done because of all the lawsuits. Currently. Oh. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Not what did sure. Boogie get? He got gastric bypass, I okay. think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is like I think one of the more like that's the one that it, it has stuck through around. things yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, because the the thing about it is like it's you don't have anything physical that can injure you in mm-hmm. there. Like yeah. lap bands are like we. It's tough putting something around something that moves. Uh huh. 
and grows and well, shrinks. Also, it's even crazy. just hearing like some of this info, like like it's common to like tell certain like dog owners when you get like I think just a certain large breed I know what you're talking about. to not like let them run around after eating and it's like what the fuck it's a damn dog <laughs> like it, that's all it does is it eats and runs around yeah and pisses yeah and shits like and shits and sleeps okay there's like five things it and does. vomits yeah but <laughs> it it just seems so like insane to hear that. I've never had a dog with uh, its stomach like fucking twist around. Yeah, the f- the twisting, the f- yeah. But but that it's been said that that's mm-hmm. what can happen, yeah. and uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Well, it's just the stomach is a something that is right. fragile and yeah. obviously clearly needs the space that it has mm-hmm. and like is functioning. Right. So you're putting something around it. It just seems very dubious and freaky. Well, I've heard like a lot of stories about people eating things that they were told they shouldn't eat, uh-huh. but clearly they like did it anyways. And like that fucking up things. Right. Cause like there's, especially at the beginning, I think it's like very limited what you can eat. And then you, mm-hmm. I think even for gastric bypass, it's the same, but at least like the, I'm pretty sure the repercussions for gastric bypass, it, it's a lot less likely to be catastrophic than with like the lap band because the lap band you have a physical right like restriction restriction yeah so it's so amazing to me that all of those stomach related things where like you could have a physical uh, restriction on your stomach yeah and like that affects how full you feel yeah and like that like it's gives part you of almost it. like like I guess enough. Because, like, it is, like, when you feel more pressure or mm-hmm. whatever, you're obviously going to be like, oh, I'm full. But mm-hmm. it doesn't, like. That's not everything. No. Like, the hormone that's being sent to your brain mm-hmm. to tell you, like, you're not full anymore. Right. Yeah, I guess that is true because that's how people get bigger in the first place. Yeah. Is because, like. Stomachs can stretch. Right. And you can ignore uh, the full mm-hmm. feeling. Right. There, a lot of people who do, like, continue to eat or get into that habit, like. Mm-hmm. A lot of them find comfort in feeling the extreme full feeling. So mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, even me, I, I struggled with, uh, I had a uh, eating problem when I was younger. And like, I literally would eat until I got sick. Because like, I didn't care. I just didn't care. Yeah. Um. So it, it's more about getting that hormone cooking yeah. that tells you like you're not hungry uh, on top it's of that, it's so like, hard for me to relate to because I I remember the the restriction I would always have mm-hmm. when I was younger or even to this day mm-hmm. when I'm getting full it's like almost everything I do after I'm that full mm-hmm. is like I essentially like vomit in my mouth yeah when I'm just like bending over I'm like what the fuck like I ate way too much food it's like actually like it's actually coming up now yeah like did you have that some t- well. There was this one time. I'm like, where is it going? This was my rock, like my, to me, my rock, rock bottom, bottom <laughs> was, uh, it was like my uncle's wedding or something. And uh, it was like a buffet and I could not stop eating. And we had a big breakfast. I couldn't stop eating. And then we went to a movie and I had a big popcorn to myself. I was like maybe 12 or 11. I had a serious problem. And I, I did. I got sick. I, I was sick in the bathroom just from eating too much but the physical feeling of like pressure on my stomach didn't bother me at all right um interesting it it, it was for me i think it was a lot of comfort eating Mm -hmm. so there's like a lot of emotional stuff related to it and habits but on top of that like 
you do it so often that your brain's hormones, mm-hmm. you're the hormones that tell your brain like you're full, get out of whack. And then I just felt hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. So like that is like a yeah. difficult thing to navigate. I, you have to retrain. I feel like in some ways I'm trying to like relate to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the idea that it's like a full feeling and like not necessarily saying that that full feeling is like bad, but it's like comforting in some ways. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what to me has been comforting, but hasn't necessarily been good to me. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's been like a lot of ways that I've positioned my body when I'm sitting down at the yep. computer or wherever that definitely aren't healthy or optimal. No, but you found comfort in it. But I found comfort in it. And it's like, even the way you we sleep, yep. right? Yep. Where it's like, yep, I wake up with a fucking like a rough back or a shoulder that's out of whack. And it's like, yeah, I've. I'm definitely doing that for a reason that's not healthy for my body. And it's like impossible to logic out and kind of scary. Like, Mm -hmm. I think the reason why I've had such a bad relationship with food my whole life and, and, you know, have struggled with eating disorders my whole life is because when I was younger, I clearly had a problem with eating. And even now, like logically, I know like how to eat properly and how to conduct myself. There's this fear that if I allow myself to enjoy food, mm. the, even remotely the way that I used to enjoy food, that I'm going to like spiral out of control. Because when I was younger and I was having these severe eating issues, um, I had no control, mm. truly. It, it, it was like, as soon as something went in my mouth, the whole thing was gone. Wow. So like the reason why, and you see it with me all mm-hmm. the time now, like food fears, uh, if it's a food that I really like, I'm terrified to eat it. Because I'm terrified that this is going to be the time that I like right. can't stop. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but obviously over the years, like I've retrained my brain and I'm trying to learn and trust myself that like I can eat food and be fine. But like for people that are struggling with eating disorders, like binge eating, for example, yeah. who are overweight or they're hormonally imbalanced or whatever it is, something like lap band would be really bad. Yeah. Because they have to like retrain everything and work through like, and that's, I think that's actually probably why they tell you, I mean, there's many reasons why they tell you to lose weight before surgery, but I think part of the reason why they probably go through that, uh, you have to lose so much weight before you go through is to like prove that you've started to retrain yourself before you get. No, that makes a lot of sense. So... Yeah. But it's scary. It's hard. I mean, eating people, there's a lot of people who have very messed up relationships with food due to like one, lack of education um, and two, just like lack of like resources and like being able to understand like body cues and like, I don't know. I also grew up in a family of, again, seven people. We like fought for food basically. Like that makes a huge difference. I never related to your stories about like, fighting over food in the house or like you know even having a little bit of that floating anxiety Mm -hmm. of like oh no i better not be the last person to the pizza that's what i mean the last piece of pizza right i your brain probably doesn't work like that but even when we're like it's still i'm like there's always leftover pizza and i'll be eating that like tomorrow cool it's so ingrained in me even when we're if we're at like a a dinner mm-hmm. where there's a bunch of people and there's a, a pizza out right. and there's one more piece. Even if I'm not hungry, my brain is like, 
I need to get yeah. that piece. It's like more valuable. I need to eat fast mm -hmm. so I can get that piece. Yeah. And that's fucked. Like, it's just like, it's so heavily trained in your brain. Um, it's, it's interesting. They, I was watching somebody talk about like specifically like anorexia and, uh, anorexia and, and the relationship between like those people love food. Yeah. They just, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. 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 So. Hell yeah. Anyway, sorry, I went on like a giant fucking eating. Well, all the people who love food are gonna love that. I love food. I can't help it. What can yeah. I say? It's relatable. I mean, it's a. It's a Leave very, a like if you like food. <laughs> it's a common fucking problem, and. Uh, I've been eating scones regularly for for breakfast, okay. and that's a huge. No hit. one fucking. Okay, leave ass. a like if you like scones. I love scones. Okay. I'm just saying. Do you like sweet, it, sweet scones or do you like savory scones? I'm just saying, for me, that was a huge step lately. Like the video oh, if you like sweet scones, dislike the video if you like savory scones. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this podcast. But before we go, I want to do some shout outs. Mm. Uh, number one, I'd like to shout out all the people on Patreon. You are what makes this shit possible. So, uh, you're going to get love because we are going to record another hour and 30 minutes yep. with all new topics. Yep. And we're going to upload that shit on Wednesday. Wednesday's the new day that we upload that on. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been hearing your complaints and we've been hearing your suggestions. So, we are going to put an audio only version. Sometimes we forget to put up the audio only version <laughs> on Patreon. Me. Uh, <laughs> Dane. Uh, but. We understand that y'all like to be devious and listen to podcasts at work because you're grinding. We understand the grind, and we are we support it. Mm -hmm. uh, any ways of getting through it because life is hell. So we're gonna try to help. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I still need to look if anyone put uh, voice memos on the Spotify because apparently you can leave voice memos on the Spotify account. But I haven't found the location where those go. It's very bizarre. But uh. we really want to bring in calls. We're going to probably have this hooked up and ready next time. Uh, for the Patreon, probably. Oh, yeah, probably for the Patreon. That'll be yeah. a good test episode. Yeah, we'll test it on the Patreon. Uh, yes. And, um, yeah, if you have any tunnel-related predictions for 2024... Also, let us know in the comments. I have a Will there feeling... be a mosque with tunnels next or a church? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, oh, I would love a Christian church, a Catholic church <gasps> with some tunnels. With catacomb tunnels. And there's lore down there. <laughs> lore. In the tunnel. There's lore. You can find a lore spellbook. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, Y'all, if you want to see more, obviously, go subscribe to the Patreon. More is coming. All right, get in the tunnel, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Bye. Hasta la vista. Hasta la vista. Uh -oh.